Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, would you look at that? The ball guys are back. And today we're just trying to figure out what the hell is going on with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we know... We know he went off the deep end maybe a year, two years ago, but today, today, today he says he'll decide when he's done with his career if he'll retire or not after he goes on a darkness isolation retreat. What the hell is that? Well, let's let Aaron tell you. It's four nights of complete darkness. It's a darkness retreat. I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. Something's been on my radar for a few years now, and I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. It's a room. It's a little house. There's a two-way, like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you. No music. No music. Just myself. Oh my God, that's like an episode of Lockup, right? When you have to go on administration segregation and they just put the food in through the little slot. This, he's, you guys, he's knocking futz. This guy's gone off the deep end. In a a darkened isolation room. The guy lives most of the season in Wisconsin. The, uh, January and February is a darkness retreat in and of itself. True. Right. I, right. I don't. I understand wanting to get away and maybe just take a little time, but complete darkness and silence. For oh my gosh, I'm going crazy thinking about days? it. Four yeah. days. I couldn't go four hours. I'd have to get up and go do something. Is That's... there a is there a bucket in there? there there's yeah. A, I mean, oh. trucker bottle. What are we doing here? What are we doing Oof. with the bathroom? Who are, these, who are these friends he's hanging out with? Oh, I've I've done this before. Oh, it's, it's all my, my friends do it and they just love it. They just love being isolated for four <laughs> straight days, being fed food through a slot in the door. Crack. <laughs> crack. That's what that uh, is. Is he well, still. Is he still dating that wackadoodle witch lady? Is that That's is this her idea? I don't think so. I don't think he's dating her anymore. I thought there was some other young gal. Very <laughs> young gal, though. Well, like some young. Uh, it's just insanity. Uh, anyway, Aaron, good luck to you. Um, <laughs> I hope nobody forgets about him while he's locked in there. How, do you, how, how much do you have trust in the friend that's going to let you out in four days, too? <laughs> Right. Is there a safe word? Can you say like rutabaga and come out early if you start just mentally declining? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Is is the door locked? I mean, does he have access if he does? You know, in the middle of the night, has a little freak out moment, walks it out, and they're like, "Oh right. no, that's right. We we forgot." Right. <laughs> what, I, what I'm gathering is we probably need to get a darkness retreat expert on the next podcast because we obviously have a lot of questions. All right, TJ, that's your job. You have to track down a <laughs> darkness retreat expert. Okay. They can, well, they, they, they wouldn't shed light on the subject because it's got to be dark, I guess. So it's, <laughs> we'll have I, to would be, I would be yeah. willing to, to try it, but not with any of you four holding the key to the door. Oh, <laughs> absolutely not. No, you wouldn't want that. No, I, I will look for some sort of expert for next time and see if they okay. can shed a little darkness on the there situation. You go. There you go. There you go. All right. Who's ready for the Super Bowl? I don't know. I mean, is anybody jacked? I mean, I'm I'm jacked because it's the Super Bowl and it's, you know, right. I know. I wish there was a team 
that I was, I would, even if the Packers were in it, I'd be passionate about it because I'd want them to lose so damn bad that I'd be excited for game time. But, um, I don't know, Chiefs, Eagles, I'm not the Eagles guy because of their stupid knucklehead, violent fans. Right. Um, so it's hard to get up for them, but I really feel like they're going to win this game. Anybody else super stoked for the, the big game? Not really. I'm excited uh, about the experience. Right. The, the parties, the food. I'm a huge fan of the commercials. Uh, and they've declined in the past few years. I love yeah. a good beef commercial, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I've purposely tried to not see any of the you know spoiler commercials they're already airing because I want to ruin it. it. I think that's yeah. what's ruined it. Is they're like, oh hey, look at this really funny Doritos ad that's going to air. Well, why do I have to watch the Super Bowl if yeah, you're yeah. showing it to me now? Amen. And that's what I want to see. I mean, this will be one of those games where I go take a pee during the game, so I'm back for commercials exactly. and the Rihanna concert in the middle. I remember I used to, I used to, cause you know, you're doing the morning show and you want to talk about it on the radio the next day. Cause we're all radio knuckleheads, but, and I'd have a notebook and I would be taking massive notes on which commercials were really good and which ones I liked. And then the, the flip side, which ones were just a huge letdown. I don't do that anymore. They're all just kind of meh. Yeah. Right. True. Uh, if there's, if there's more than one that stands out in your head, it was a pretty successful year because yeah, they have. And then like, they always do the big movie premieres and stuff. Well, like yeah. you said, I mean, we're already seeing a lot of that online now. I'm just yeah. looking for a wardrobe malfunction. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Halftime show. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little Rihanna, a little Rihanna slippage or what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you're getting it. Yep. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> probably, My family prop has requested chicken wings, and that's what I'm most excited about for Sunday is I get to throw a whole bunch of chicken wings on yes. the smoker. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and then sit down and watch the game. And I what think I read this week the price of chicken wings has come down, TJ. Yeah, we still have to take out a second mortgage, but they are coming <laughs> down a little bit because we're gonna have a lot of chicken wings. <laughs> what Sp Spence? You have to have something on the smoker for Super Bowl Sunday, don't you? Or do you have other plans? I think I'm doing like a buffalo chicken ranch kind of a dip thing. So, oh yeah. Sounds yeah. good. I probably could smoke the chicken though. That's not a yeah. bad idea. That's not. Yeah. Mm, I gotta think about that. Yep, sounds do it. Good with a little smoky flavor to that. Yeah, you could even do. You could even smoke, smoke the dip. Put it in a shallow pan and throw it on for thirty minutes, and it'll oh, be yeah. good. Ah, well, well, this up. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah. do regular old buffalo dip, but this sounds better. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. put a little smokiness on it. But yeah, well, that's where. And if you have a whole chicken, uh, don't beat anybody with it, but smoke it on the smoker, <laughs> <laughs> and then use it to make like chicken stock, you know, your broth and all yeah. that, because then your then your soup has that smoky flavor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've gone down a different path here. This is no longer yeah. sports, but I'm excited. It's good. I'm gonna. Uh, no, this still qualifies as sports because it's about Super Bowl food. So. <laughs> That's true. That still qualifies. We're still sort of on topic. Right. Right. <laughs> It's just tenderizing the chicken for the Super Bowl party by beating it over somebody's head, I guess. <laughs> which happened right here in southern Minnesota recently. So what a waste. I just hope it wasn't a rotisserie chicken where it just kept going around and around in the, <laughs> the guy's face. He's just like, no, stop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least it wasn't frozen anymore. Yeah. It could be bad news. It was thought out, right? He'd be dead then. Yeah. <laughs> If it was raw, then he's got to worry about, you know, getting some sort of stomach virus or something. Right. So you got to be careful. <laughs> be careful with that. Uh, what's the buzz like in Zona, Gully, for the Super Bowl? 
Well, it's insane. I mean, yeah. you know, it, you already have a city that's bursting at the seams with, you know, people moving here from everywhere else. And add to that all the chuckleheads that are coming from everywhere for the Phoenix Open oh. and the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. So you got that double whammy. And this isn't the first time this has happened in Phoenix, but... You know, it's just, yeah, it turns into an absolute traffic nightmare and uh, you can't get anywhere even remotely on time. So, mm. yeah, it's it's just it's like that. And it'll be over after the weekend. And I think everybody who has a residence in Phoenix is going to breathe a collective sigh of relief. Yeah. Any of the events taking place over at the mullet arena that we've come to love? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if they have events in the mullet, um, but uh, but that is a really nice arena. I'm sure it is. It is a really nice arena. It doesn't look like anything from the outside. It's it's essentially looks like a pole barn practically from the outside. But no. boy, the inside of that place is fantastic. It's a really nice arena. Well, uh, are you going to score some uh, some tickets and, and get in there, or are you just going to watch? I actually was there when the Mavericks were here, so I, I saw okay. them. But no, I'm I'm not doing any Super Bowl stuff. No, I was at the uh, Phoenix Open practice round yesterday. Oh my! I got to see uh, some players who any one of them could win. I saw uh, John Rahm on the putting green. I saw Scotty Scheffler on the putting green. I saw uh, Tony Finau out on the course. And uh, he's one of my favorite players. And of course he signs an autograph for a little kid, you know, you know, just that's so Tony Finau because they have an autograph area, but he was just, you know, coming from a green to a tee box and stopped and signed an autograph for the kid. Is totally. That totally. Little, is that little boy's name Gully, by the way? <laughs> no. And what are you going to do Listen, with that autograph? Yeah. I don't, I don't seek autographs. No. I'm, okay. I'm I'm 64 years old. I'm not getting any autographs. He just sends the yeah. little kids after him instead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Kid, here's a 20. Go get his autograph. <laughs> Gully, yeah. is that is that at TPC in Scottsdale? Yeah, it's at the TPC Stadium course. It takes them months to get it all put together and then months to take it all down. I don't know why they don't just do it permanent so that they don't have to keep tearing it down every year. But, um, oh, and I also uh, just happened to, I was about ready to leave. And, uh, yeah, Justin Thomas was coming up 18. And I, I went and saw him practice chipping out of the sand. You cannot believe how that's where you realize how talented these guys are. I mean, he put like four golf balls within about a foot of each other. It's just sick. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So it yeah. is fun. Jolly's the golf fanboy. Now we know. Now I we am know. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a um, nice course, though. Fun. They did the uh, Madden simulation for the Super Bowl. I believe the Eagles came out on top. Dougie, it feels. Uh, confident that's how the game will in fact end or is it the chiefs coming out victorious i've got it at a three three tie i gotta i gotta i gotta feel like i said i mean i don't have any skin in the game other than my pick'em league and uh yeah i had to i had to go philly as much as i didn't want to all right tj well what's your pick I saw the script already, and, and Philly wins by oh! three points. It's like 37-34 is the final. Okay, okay. Um, well, it is. It is. It's rigged. It's all fixed. We yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, like you said, everybody's saying the same thing. I got no skin in the game. I don't really care. Also, 
screw you, Philadelphia. Yeah. So I guess I'll go with Kansas City. <laughs> All right, that's Gully. What I'm hoping for. Well, my heart says Kansas City. My my brain says Philadelphia. I I, yeah. I think Philadelphia wins this game. I'm sorry to say because I really would rather see Kansas City win. But yeah, Philly's just a stacked team. It's Spence. It's hard to find. Other than hating their fans, it's hard to find a flaw in the in the Eagles team this year. I agree. I hate to say that too. My, my gut, my gut says Philly by double digits. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. Wow! But I will be cheering for the Chiefs. Me too. Oh, me too. And yes. like every Minnesota Vikings fan, by game's end, I will be disappointed. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why would this game be any right. different? Yep. Right. At least we're conditioned for it. All right. Is anybody going to be truthful like me right now and admit to watching um, not a lot, but a a decent portion of the Pro Bowl game last weekend? I I tuned in. Curiosity had the best of me. Anybody else watch? No. Really? I I, I don't think I watched it live, but then, of course, ESPN 2 all the way through ESPN Ocho. We're playing it continually for the next three days, so I was watching clips. Oh, I thought you recorded it on VHS and we're running it back later. I was like, "What is going on?" Uh, so it was bizarre. It was it was two two flag football games. I didn't know I was in for that. Yeah, and then um, some other events. Gridiron gauntlet. I missed uh, the the most ridiculous one um, was kick tack toe with punters, kickers, and long snappers firing balls into a giant tic-tac-toe screen. That's literally what they did. And it was awful. Like, they didn't even know what they were, how, like, how the game was played, what anything was worth, if there was any strategy to it. It was, it was, it was embarrassing to watch. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think Sounds like all the Vikings players that were there did well, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, Kirk, Kirko Chains, um, MVP, pulled it out for the NFC in that in that second game, <laughs> and they say he doesn't, you know, come through in the big moments. I mean, I disagree now. <laughs> Look what he was able to do in the flag football game, biggest game of his life, and he rose to the challenge. He really did. Uh, here's the Darius ironic thing, golf, by the way. What's that? So Darius cannot play golf, by the way. Did you see oh, him in the long drive contest? Long drive, huh? No, it was a bad. Yeah, he was doing kind of the the happy Gilmore, okay. running he up to the ball. Struck out until the very last ball, and then I think he hit it like four hundred and eighty yards or some crazy thing. Well, and the whole point of this thing, I thought, was that players don't want to get hurt, so <laughs> they they don't want to. There's no, you know, there's no physicality to the game. There's no, you know, hard tackling. Um, so why not just make it a flag football game? And then Miles Garrett comes out of this thing with a dislocated toe during the gridiron gauntlet. How funny is that? You dumb it down to make it uh, so that nobody gets hurt, and he dislocates his toe. Ah, it's unbelievable. Well, at least he didn't, you know, like hurt himself chewing on a piece of steak or something. Ah, that would be a, that would be a twins injury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the, anybody here, what the ratings were. Was there, was this better, worse than the past? Clueless. No, no idea. idea. I haven't heard anything, which probably doesn't bode well. Right. Cause if yeah, it was right. that huge, they'd be like, Oh my gosh, they doubled the viewership from last. <laughs> we're going to, 
They're going to keep fans love this. It was interesting to see. I don't know if they were just letting people in, like opening the doors to the stadium and like, come on in, eh, wander in. But it, there was a decent sized crowd there. Well, I mean, it's, it's Vegas. So, you know, some of those people might've actually wandered in and didn't even know they were <laughs> <laughs> drinking for three days straight. Yes. No. Well, big Vikings news. Um, it took forever, but the Vikings finally have a defensive uh, coordinator, and it winds up being Brian Flores. Uh, Spence, uh, does, does the move uh, pique your curiosity? Are you happy with the choice? How do you feel? I like it. I mean, uh, what I read about the guy, and he certainly had some success with Miami, his defenses, they do the 3-4, and they blitz a lot. Yes. Contrasted to uh, Donatel, and they, they get turnovers. So, yeah, I'm encouraged. I, I like I like where this might go. All right, Gully, uh, Gully, how do you feel about the uh, the change? It sounds like he's going to, you know, like Spence said, more more aggressiveness, man coverage, which that excites me because that whatever we were playing last year, that scheme was horrific. Well, and I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see. I, I kind of think we might see some youth in the in the backfield um, just because I don't know if we're going to keep Peterson for another season. I kind of think maybe not. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think it's a good move, uh, and and I'm I'm kind of encouraged by that. And I'm also because I'm in Phoenix, I'm hearing a lot of people really mad because <laughs> they wanted Flores for their head coach. The Cardinals, right? Yeah, yeah. Phoenix Cardinals wanted Flores, and he called him up and said, "Yeah, about that." <laughs> I've accepted a position with the Vikings. See ya. Wow. So he turned down a head coach position? Yes. I think, the reason, it, I think the reason is pretty clear. I mean, I think the organization is in uh, real trouble. Um, okay. Real trouble. And uh, and Bidwell, or the, the owner, is, is uh, yeah, he's not finding anybody. They still don't have one. I'll do uh, it. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Worse. I'll fly down there. You can do yeah. much worse. I'll even stay uh, in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> An interesting hire, though, uh, Dougie, because um, everything I, I read about uh, Flores, he's really a polar opposite to Kevin O'Connell, and I, I kind of like that. That O'Connell d- doesn't go. Ah, I'm going to get a million clones of me to put on my staff. He really hires somebody who's who's really the opposite of him. And that might be a good choice. What do you think? Yeah, it, I think it's a good checks and balance system for the Vikings. Um, you don't want another yes man who's just going to be like, yeah, oh, you walk on water. Let's do what you want. I think he's going he's gonna to voice his opinion. I mean, he's got head coach experience. Right. So it's not like he's coming in green and he has anything to prove. Like, he's already established that. So, yeah, I think he's going to say, you know what? I disagree. I think we should do it this way. And I think that he's going to have Kevin's ear most of the season. And, Probably a little bit more freedom with that defense too. So, TJ, what is what does he do though? I mean, he's got three choices to to remake this defense. You do a competitive rebuild, right, where you keep some people around, and you're like, eh, you know, um, you, you can run it back and and try to just say, okay, let, let's keep Harrison Smith, let's keep Patrick Peterson, let's keep Zadarius, and let's just see if we can you know, kind of run it back and just with my scheme and my magic touch, make it better. Or do you just take it all apart and just say, oof, we've gotten old and expensive. It's time to get younger and cheaper. 
what do we know about like Lewis seen in his recovery and Caleb Evans in his Good. recovery from, from, uh, uh, from head trauma yeah. concussions. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if those guys are healthy and you come back, I think you could do that competitive rebuild thing. I, I like having Flores uh, in this position. I don't know a lot about coaches and I don't pay a lot of attention to that, but just watching everyone else's reaction when they, when he was hired was like, okay, and, and here's what I do like about it. I've been a, a Mike Tomlin guy since yes. he was our defensive coordinator. Yes. And I thought he should have become our head coach. Amen. Obviously he went to Pittsburgh. <laughs> He'd probably still be our coach. We'd have our championship by now if that was the case. So anyone that comes through the off of the Tomlin tree, so to speak, uh, I'm going to give a chance. So I'm kind of excited about this hire. We'll see what happens. But he's got a lot of options. You're right. I don't know if you go with the just blow the whole thing up and start over, but. I think you got a few young guys you could you could hang on to and see what happens. Lewis Seen posted workout videos yesterday. Did you guys see those? No. I saw one of them. Yeah, it didn't yeah, look he like he good. was hurting. Yeah. yeah, his his leg. You know, when he broke his leg was in October. I, he looks to be healing up pretty good. So yeah, you'll yeah. probably look to fill those positions in the draft too because that's that's going to be a key in his in his defense for sure. Um, you play that man coverage, you're going to have to have you're going to have to have younger, faster guys that yeah, can keep no up with these receivers, right? Yeah, I mean, how many times did we <laughs> somebody would they just throw to an open receiver against our defense, and you're like, where, where's the defender? And yeah, they throw like twenty yards off, and you're like, um, how did that happen? By the way, TJ, we missed it on on Tomlin, and we missed it on Dungy. Those are two coaches yeah. in our past where I was like. True. Why aren't they promoting them to head coach? Right. Very frustrating. Yeah. Uh, anybody else want to want to weigh in on the on the what do you do with the defense, the the rebuild, the run it back, to take it apart? Anybody else have a thought on that? Probably somewhere in the middle with the yeah. doing, but we'll see. Yeah, you're gonna have to do I something with the money. Rough. Yeah, just I mean the the salary cap issues yeah. with with this defense is I mean they're they need to get rid of some of these big names and. You know, I know Patrick Peterson is is definitely a, a big name, and he's got good instincts. He's a good leader, but physically, I think he's on the decline. So I think he's definitely going to be a salary cap casualty. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's going to be some there. However, you decide to go with the defense, there's going to be some names missing from from that Vikings roster just because they got themselves well, they got themselves into the situation where they were kicking the can down the road and like, oh, we'll just put this money off, right, to the next year, and uh, we'll call this a bonus for this year and then next year. And then, well, eventually next year comes. Right. You know, and, and you're stuck with it. So did you guys uh, – I was reading the story about um, Flores, Brian Flores, and how he got his first NFL gig. He was only making like thirty grand a year, which to me, that's like doubling my salary. But still, <laughs> um, he – he wrote a, he wrote a letter to all of the NFL teams uh requesting just a chance to come in an interview just for somebody to just just let me in the door right i just want to meet you you meet me let's have a talk and he wrote a letter to all and i don't know how many teams it was back then and he heard back from one he heard back from one and he went in and he interviewed and they gave him a job and it wasn't the best, right? It was probably picking up towels or washing jock straps. I don't know. But there's something to be said for a guy who's who's wanted to be in the NFL 
in a front office position that badly that he went to that extent. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I agree with that. That's pretty good. That's actually how I got this job. You wrote a letter to, to every radio station <laughs> in the United States. And uh, <laughs> we're literally the only ones that answered. I thought you were going to say you literally applied for every job in the United States, and this is the only one that would give you a job. Clearly, alcohol played a factor. In- yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe you shouldn't have used crayon. Is it was going to be my first suggestion? Hey, you use what you got. That's what I'm I have kidding. in my house. I'm not kidding, by the way. We'll work for free T-shirts. So that's. <laughs> I got. I got a scoot. We'll see you guys. All right, there goes Gully. He's going to go chase down some more autographs real quick. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mister, we signed my my hat. Uh, well, we can shift to uh, Twins for a little bit. Carlos Correa making uh, some headlines. He's skipping the World Baseball Classic, and uh, they're making a huge point to emphasize that it is it is not because of health. His <laughs> his ankle has not suddenly fallen into pieces. Uh, he's got I don't know what is the what is the excuse? He's got a kid on the way or something. Another his yeah, wife. wife's very pregnant and should probably pop right around that time so he wanted to be, you know god you know they don't run planes during that entire thing so he could never right. fly back. He would never be able to just hop on a plane <laughs> or have her come there and fly the the obgyn guy in yeah, right? yeah. Uh, kelsey's are doing the thing he can afford to do do that for sure um but boy they sure they sure made a point of uh making sure that uh everybody knew that his his ankle's fine although some didn't some quack doctor come out this week, Spence, and say worst, worst ankle I've ever seen? Yeah, I saw a couple of reports on that. So yeah, I don't know what what they're looking at, what they saw, but and what the twins didn't see or cared about seeing. But <laughs> they look weird. Oh, that's terrible. It's they not look at the X-rays like this. They're like, oh, it looks yeah, not bad. Not bad. That's okay. terrible. That looks good to me. Yeah. I mean, is it a cankle? Is it that bad? Is it like <laughs> is he retaining water? Is it yeah. all swelled yeah. up, or does he need some special compression socks? Maybe that would help. Stirrups. I don't know. Compression stirrups. Compression <laughs> stirrups. <laughs> Players don't even wear those anymore, do they? That's super old school. I like that. Though. Jones might have been the last. Bombo Bombo Rivera made him famous. Um, uh, here's a question for you. Uh, since we have this guy that throws a hundred and what four, almost a hundred and five miles an hour, uh, Joan Duran is is the flame throwing closer for the Twins. Any thoughts, Spence, to maybe throwing him in the rotation and then may, maybe as a starter, maybe you have your your ace all of a sudden. Thoughts? Man, I I, I don't know about that. Can he? What's his longevity? How long has he ever thrown? How many innings can he can he do and throw that hard? I don't I don't know. I wonder about that. Yeah, you wonder about wear and tear and throwing that hard over say, uh, man, five innings, six innings. Man, just let it be lights out at the end of the game, I think. I don't I don't know. I worry about that. That's a that's a lot of stress on that elbow throwing a ton of innings, I think, but Plus, knows? don't you like having him in your back pocket for the end of the game? Oh God, yes. <laughs> I mean, isn't it great knowing you can bring him out and and batters? I mean, they're not shaking in their cleats or anything in their stirrups, but um, I'd rather have him come out than some of the yep panty waist guys we've thrown out there in years past. And he thinks he can throw 105 this year. Yeah, <laughs> just... 105. 
And how does he come out as a rookie? And even just a few games into the season, you could tell like nothing faced him. Like we're like, ah, you know, the bases are loaded and there's, you know, nobody out. We're only ahead by one. And so don't, you know, he was like, okay, give me the ball, you know? And, and he was just, he just has that makeup of a closer. Not everybody can yeah. do that. And he looks like he's throwing, like he's playing a wiffle ball game in the backyard. His right. effort is like whew, 101. Yeah. yeah. Ball comes out of his hand uh, effortlessly. So this this next headline um, affects not only Twins coverage, but Wild, Timberwolves, Gophers, Valley Sports. The the owner of Valley Sports sounds like they'll be filing for bankruptcy. They owe just millions of dollars, some bad business deals, and just a bad, bad business setup. And financially, they're in huge trouble. Uh, show of hands, anyone shedding tears for the financial demise of Bally Sports after what they've done to viewers over the past few years? No. Karma. No. Hands in my pockets. Right. I mean, this is just, um, yeah, karma. This is just coming back to bite him in the ass. Uh, so I, does anybody, has anybody heard like what this could, like if they went belly, like if they went belly up and they were like, yeah, so we're we can't afford to go to Fort Myers and and hire cameramen and and the the big truck and the announcers and we can't afford to do it. So then, what happens? How do we see the games? Has anybody heard what the backup plan is? Or I have not. Nope. I, uh, what to the best of my knowledge, they could fold or they could perhaps sell off to other streaming services where they're not available. And then when we pay for things like YouTube TV, sure. Hulu live, we have an option to watch Bally's. That would be, I mean, if they're trying to dig themselves out of that hole, that's an opportunity, but I, I, I'm not into the financials of it. I just know I'm not paying 20 extra dollars a month to have an app so I can stream those games. Yeah. yeah and that app from what I've heard is not going over well. Like that's, that's certainly not going to pull them out of bankruptcy. That's for sure. Uh, and then, yeah, and then you complain about not having enough money, and yet you 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 refuse to take money from all these streaming services that you pulled your programming off of. Mm -hmm. I mean, that just doesn't make any financial sense to me. Nope, I agree with you. Yeah. And how many people signed up with with a FUBU or a or a YouTube or a what? I mean, you just go down the list of all these streamers that people were getting there, you know, I want to watch twins games this summer. I want to be able to see how the wild are doing. And instead, all of a sudden you're paying, you're still paying the same amount and the games aren't on anymore. It's, it, it was very frustrating for fans and it'll be interesting to see what this means down the road. I don't think we'll, we'll see any immediate repercussions, but really, I mean, who knows? I mean, we've never really been down this road before, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, how that all shakes out. As far as the wild and the wolves go right now, I'm just so sick of meh. Um, meh is how I feel about both these teams right now. They're just, they're good one night, bad the next. Fans are going to get the change, I think, tonight, though, they've been screaming for. They wanted uh, Steele off that top line and Hartman back up there with Zuccarello and Kaprizov. Sounds like that's the way they've been practicing leading up to this game in Dallas. Uh, and then Steele moves back down to line two. Okay. And and uh so we'll we'll see uh, you know you had to win that game against Arizona. That's the disappointing part was you had to have have that game the other night against Arizona. Now you're in Dallas and then you come home for seven games in a row. So there's some important games oh, wow. to, to be won there. 
uh, for the wild, but everybody was screaming if Hartman can stay out of the damn penalty box. <laughs> um, and that was what got us against Arizona was you took penalties and then they scored. And, and so if we can just stay out of the penalty box and create some five on five scoring chances. Uh, we'll I think there's something up with the wolves. I mean, they, they crushed Denver on Sunday by 30. And then last night, a bizarre lineup. I don't know if you watched any of it. Mm. All these, all these reserves are out there. Like the whole game. They got killed by 34. Does, yeah. Do they know something? The trade deadline is tomorrow. Is something funky going on? Wasn't it? Was, Spencer, wasn't the score? Am I wrong on this? 49-19 after one quarter? Yeah, they were down 30 points after oh, the first quarter. 50 wow. points in a quarter. It was brutal. I watched I watched a chunk of that and got uh, mad and, and turned it off. I'm like, yeah. they, some, oh. there's something wrong. With the team, so somebody knows something. They know their trades are in play. People didn't play because they're probably going to trade them. I don't know something. I guess we'll find out soon. Yes. So uh, uh, we'll see how they do tonight and see what kind of lineup there they have out in Utah tonight. But I got a gut feeling I'm going to get killed out there too. Yeah, I do too. Uh, the deadlines. So the deadlines tomorrow. Do you think Delo? You think Nas Reed? Who do you? I don't. Who you thinking might not be with the team again? You know, in a few days. Uh, after they had that players only meeting and it didn't go well with D'Lo and there was almost fisticuffs, my gut says maybe that's the guy they end up dealing, but I, I don't know. I don't know. And they haven't played cat and cat maybe can come back or rumor. He could come back, but doesn't, maybe he's the guy that goes. I don't know. There's the conspiracy. I'm thinking they, they said from the beginning, cat will be out for a few weeks. Oh, he's going to be out a month. He's going to be out two months. And he's still not coming back. Maybe that's, we kind of alluded to it this morning. Maybe Cat is the guy that's on the board, you know, and that way you can establish, hey, it's Ant's team. Let's move forward with that. So you, you better get a, and I, I'm not saying, I'm not disagreeing with you, but you better get a good haul for him because yeah, it really sure. looks like we got fleeced in, in that, in, in the Gil, Gobert trade. I just feel like, I feel like that was the whole Dallas Cowboys Vikings trade all over again, where we just got yeah. absolutely ravaged. Three yeah. number ones, not good. Yeah, three yeah. number one picks. Where you'll be, yeah, for years you'll feel you'll feel the the pain of that. Um, okay, we'll end on Ma- Maverick Men's Hockey. I felt like Bill Murray uh, in the Groundhog Day movie, TJ, sitting watching the the game Friday night against St. Thomas. Because it's just been this, I have season tickets this year, and it's just the same game over and over and over again. You, you, you win the faceoffs, you outshoot them two to one, three to one. You get all these great A opportunities, and you're getting nothing in the net. And then you're scrambling at the end to tie it up. You go to overtime, and you lose, I think. Am I wrong to St. Thomas for the first time on home ice? I believe that's correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I think that's that the first time. Close. That was, and those are some precious points that you miss out on. Then you go to St. Thomas the next night and you kill it. I, yeah. It's, and it's the same thing all season long, TJ. It's been hard to win at home for some reason. Uh, I think Friday night, the shots on goal were 45 to 14. Jeez. 45 shots on goal and we put two yeah. in the net. Yeah. Uh, and then dumb penalties, whether they were penalties or not, they got called and we ended up in a five on three. 
Um, and they were able to come back and then it goes to overtime and a bad turnover at the blue line sends it a breakaway the other way and it's over. We're done. Um, it's, it's, you can see it on the players faces as they're coming to the penalty box. That's where I see it, but, uh, you can see that they're frustrated. Uh, it, it's baffling to them that, you know, they're, they're dominating on their, that end of the ice. They're getting all those shots on goal and then they're just not putting, putting the points on the board. They're just not getting the puck across the line. So. At home, I don't have any idea why that's the case because they're playing in front of almost 5,000 people every time they're there. They should be just fired up. And then they go on the road and play decent. So that's got to change here pretty soon because if you're going to have home ice for the playoffs, you have to play well at home. They get this weekend off, then they're at Bemidji. That's why the the points lost on Friday night last week were huge because with Michigan Tech for the final series, Michigan Tech is only one point behind us. They're ranked two positions ahead of us in the in the national standings. And, uh, it, I mean, the McNaughton Cup could come down to that weekend. And it, at least it'll be in Mankato, but... But that hasn't meant anything. But it's year. a home game in Mankato, and we've been just, yes, pulling our hair out over it. We should, we should, have, we should have had those be road games. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. knew? Neutral site. Let's go play at ASA. We'll go play at the mullet. Go <laughs> yeah. yeah. begging for autographs. <laughs> All right, that's it. Ball guys, gonna go work in our seven layer dip for the Super Bowl. Boom.